Welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So, we have, gosh, I mean, Beijing Biden. Why does he continue to lie? I mean, honestly, he continues to lie just straight to the American people. And media is just eating it up. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, he said that. Right? What he called someone, you know, an idiot for lying. And then um, I think Snopes, and I think that's what really changed me on why I believe the exact opposite of Snopes or Reuters is because they said that that didn't happen, although it was on live television and it clearly happened. I saw it with my own two eyes. Some guy in uh, Pittsburgh in the steel company said, like, why are you planning to take away guns? And he's like, you're lying. I didn't say that. And then the guy pulled up a clip. I don't think he actually pulled up a clip, but he's like, yeah, you referenced it in this. You said, um, when they asked you, are, does this mean they, they're going to take away your AKs and ARs? You said, bingo. Well, Reuters said, no, no, that didn't happen. And then he called them a jackass. Called them like a lying dog face pony show or something like that. He called them an idiot, essentially. And then Reuters and Snopes are like, no, that's, that's not what happened. That's no, yeah, it is. That's exactly what happened. I watched it. I watched it live. I mean, how many times does this dude continue to lie? This dude is continuing to lie every turn of the century. He is just a lying fiend. And now he wants to go into the Iran nuclear deal. It's being opposed because the Iran nuclear deal was a complete disaster. But he's like, oh, no, that was a good deal. All we did was just give Iranians money. We just gave them money and said, please don't make nuclear weapons. And guess what they did with that money? They made nuclear weapons. I mean, you gave them the funds to do it. You just pretty much bribed them. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, totally. Um, you're paying the, it's like the mob paying the police and saying, yeah, don't arrest us. I mean, the police, originally they didn't arrest them, but yeah, they'll just still arrest you. It's called bribing. So this notion that it's a good deal and it's an nuclear deal, he just wants more money. That's it. I mean, this dude continues to lie after lie after lie. And don't get me started about how he plans to cure cancer. How come cancer hasn't been cured, Joe? How come cancer hasn't been cured? Well, now we got a different lie, okay? We got this lie. America had no real plan to vaccinate most of the country. My predecessors, my mother would say, God love them, failed to order enough vaccines. That changed the moment we took office. I directed Jeff Science, my COVID-19 response coordinator, to lead my administration's work with the vaccine manufacturers to buy more vaccines and to speed up delivery. We're now on track to have enough vaccine supply for all Americans by the end of July. It doesn't mean it'll be in all Americans' arms, but enough vaccine will be available by that time. Joe Biden. Okay. So I know you overheard that, but that's another news source. But anyway... Uh, Joe Biden said that he had no plan. Really? What, what do you think Operation Warp Speed is? Warp Speed's a comprehensive plan. It was supposed to be distributed by the military. That's what he was using the military for. <laughs> and this is even where it gets even funnier. He said that they, do, they were left with nothing. They were left with nothing. Well, according to the Government Accountability Office, which is a federally run office, the Government Accountability Office stated that there were 800 million vaccines available in the stockpile at the, on December. That'll last all the way until July. 
They had it in December. They had it December. Eight hundred million. So they were just waiting for the FDA to approve the four because there was eight hundred million vaccines distributed by four different uh, vaccine companies. Obviously, you have the two Pfizer and Moderna, but the other two were not approved by the FDA. So what are you talking about, Joe? Your office. This was December. So Trump was in Trump stopped becoming president. What? January 20th, 2021. So why are you lying again? Give credit to when credit's due. And then you just have the audacity to fix or, you know, fix all these problems. Oh, well, I plan to, which he said, he plans to fix the economy and have 100% employment by next year, 2022, 100% employment. Everyone will be employed. Even Nazi Germany did not have those numbers, and people worked. Everyone worked. That's how Hitler gained power. The Nazi party gained power was because every he managed to get everyone jobs, handicapped jobs, and they were still boasting, what, 99%? 99%. So how are you boasting a 100%? Every single person that is eligible to work will be working. Get real, Joe Biden. Get real. It's not going to happen, okay? You said that you were going to have the best economy at, what is it, 7.3% unemplo- unemployment? Sorry. Unemployment rating after um, Obama. The failed disaster of a candidate. Completely failure. And it was at best at 7%, and Obama... Obama stated it himself. He said, this is the best we could possibly get. You're not getting any better than that. And yet Trump comes in at 3.2% unemployment rating. And then in his third quarter of the COVID, it was 6.8%. It was still better, even after a global disaster. It was still better than what you could get, Joe Biden. So why do you continue to lie? None of us believe what you say. None of us. And all these companies, all these news articles are being destroyed by new media. Okay. The fact that people actually believe this nonsense is outstanding. I don't know how stupid you could be. The dude says he's going to cure cancer. Why don't you cure dementia, Joe? Cure dementia first. Don't be curing cancer. We need you to lead. We need you to freaking lead. You're not doing that. You are a horrible president, and you've only been working for one month. More than, and I said this in my previous podcast, 800,000 people, 100,000 people in one week filed for unemployment. When Joe Biden was questioned about the green, about the green jobs, and I love how when he was questioned, that he said that, They're going to get jobs, and we're going to get the 100% rating. And he he makes up this fake uh, news source. Forgot what it was called. It was so fake that I don't even know. Maybe it was like Sleepy Creepy Joe News Source. And they said, yes, 100% is attainable. 100% is not attainable. 100% of anything is not attainable. Even in science, you never, ever in a science text say, my... hypothesis was proven no 
It was never proven. It's never proven. That's 100% that your theory or your hypothesis is 100% correct. Your experiment went flawless. Impossible. That's why you will get a zero on every single textbook or every single scientific text you write. My hypothesis was proven. You will get a big fat zero. It wasn't proven. It was supported. The experiment supported my hypothesis because of this. And now you're claiming 100% people are going to work. Yeah, okay. Not even the Roaring Twenties got 100%. Be freaking real. But, you know, everyone just eats that stuff up. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's going to get 100%. He's, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. No. No, he's not. He doesn't care about you, guys. He doesn't care about you. They don't care about you. That's why they continue to go after Trump. They want to break that bond that people have with Donald J. Trump, and they can't. And that's why they keep slandering even after he's in office. Now they want to press charges because he didn't release his tax form. Now that, that's what is going on with Democrats. They want to press charges on him for not releasing his tax forms. He didn't have to release his tax forms. He doesn't have to. There's no law in the Constitution. There's no law anywhere that says you have to release your tax forms. It doesn't work like that. And you can't make up laws and then date them back to what it was. That doesn't make sense. That's stupid. But you're going to tell me, hey, we're just going to make up this law where we can charge you for not releasing your tax forms. No, there's no law like that. The only reason people got all butthurt with this releasing his tax statements is because, one, everyone knew he's a businessman. He's a billionaire businessman. He's obviously making clothes in China. He's obviously, you know, using the uh, tax system to his advantage, and he was embarrassed. Don't tell me you don't do that. You tell me you don't do that and say, oh, yeah, I put every deduction Everyone, uh, during tax season, I swear, I can see it on everyone's faces that people have kids. They are smiling, and they are looking on Amazon right after that. It used to be they were looking on Craigslist, and they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this sweet car. I got, like, I'm going to get, like, $8,000 in tax returns because they're going to put their dependent down. They're going to put every freaking deduction that they could possibly do. Now, Donald Trump has accountants, lawyers, that they could put every single deduction and he gets the least amount. That's why he got paid. He paid like $700 in taxes, even though he's worth $4 billion. I mean, 700 is nothing. So that's, that's the reason why he didn't release his taxes, but he didn't have to release his taxes. He doesn't have to. There's no law. The presidents that release their taxes, they just did it out of, you know, like, tradition that that was the only reason they did it they just did it out of tradition they're like well george washington released his tax forms you know then it went james madison you're probably gonna kill me and then thomas jefferson or no sorry not james Madison. john adams john adams was the second president of the united states and then so on and so forth it's like george washington set up the stage for two terms prior to 1945 when they put a constitutional amendment that president can only serve two terms. All the other presidents served two terms because they were like, George Washington set the presidents. 
he served only two terms. And so I'm going to serve only two terms. Now, you can't say that they didn't try. Like Teddy Roosevelt tried for a third term because he saw how miserable, um, what was it Grover Cleveland? He was the vice president of Teddy Roosevelt. Then they propped him up to be a Republican again. Um, I think Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson was just terrible at his job. And Teddy Roosevelt was like, I'm going to run again. And the Republican Party wouldn't take him because there was already incumbent Republican president. And I th this is going to bug me. I don't even know if it was Woodrow Wilson. I think Woodrow Wilson was actually a Democrat. But... <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt was pissed off, and then he ran for, uh, oh, that's right, it was, it was an income, it was before Woodrow Wilson, Woodrow Wilson won, but he's, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's uh, new political party, which he called the Progressive Bull Moose Party, um, took a lot of the Republican votes, so that's how uh, Woodrow Wilson won on uh, that aspect, and then Teddy Roosevelt being the, you know, badass he is, he just, he knew World War I was starting, and he, uh, he uh, pleaded with um, Congress to send him in, even though he was too old. They're like, you're a little too old to be, you know, running around with a rifle, and he's like, send me in, coach, send me in, I want to fight, I'm going to fight, and so Congress denied him and was like, no, you're, you're way too old, you're like 45, pushing 50. You're about to, you know, and at that time, medicine wasn't like the greatest. So, and so Teddy Roosevelt was very angry with that. Anyway, that's a quick history lesson about that. But no, every president released their tax form because they wanted to, because that was just kind of tradition on how to do it. Donald Trump didn't have to. And you can't make up a law and then just revert it back to, you know, and implement it from the history prior. But they, these guys, they don't care about the average people. They would rather debate on the debate stage for someone that isn't even in office. For someone that isn't even in the office, that can't really do anything. They want to ruin him. They want to sever the ties that he has. But every tie that they sever, a stronger rope just comes in. I mean, this dude is literally unstoppable. He has gained so much power and is now the most powerful man in the world. And there's nothing you can do about it. There is nothing. Um, I, I, I think I talked better in my last part. Nina went up and said, hey, Trump, can we talk about, you know, the future of the Republican Party? And Trump's like, no. Nope. You, you committed political suicide. Congratulations. You effed up. You're gone. I know you want to be president, but that ain't going to happen. Not without my endorsement. Get out of here. So, and you know, Trump has that power. Trump has the power. If he creates another political party, Republicans for decades won't vote. Now, now um, Hillary Clinton stated this a while back, back in the 90s, said, don't let a good um, crisis go to waste don't let a good crisis go to waste so guess what crisis they're using oh texas freezing over well do you know whose fault it is the republicans that's what democrats are now campaigning over there we're gonna win we're gonna win texas it's the republicans fault for a snowstorm it's the republicans fault okay let me talk about the snowstorm the snowstorm the oil and gas it wasn't it was it their fault no 
Was it the green energy's fault? No. Because it was a cold snap in Texas. We're not prepared for all that stuff, okay? Picture this. I was in Japan. I lived in Japan, and there's a lot of typhoons, all right? And these typhoons had like 100-mile-an-hour winds. These were deadly, all right? A car in front of my room literally flipped over. There's a video of it. And I was in my room. I looked out the window and saw it flip. Cars were destroyed. But do you know what I was? I was completely safe. I was completely safe. I was in my room. I was playing video games. We had electricity. Now, some of these typhoons lasted like four or five days. Sometimes they last two days. Some last even only an hour. But we had them, and they're pretty dangerous. But I had electricity. I had internet. I was, you know, perfectly safe. And the reason is because their infrastructure is meant for typhoons. They expect typhoons to come in. That's a fact. They expect it to, you know, happen. So they built buildings in certain architecture to, you know, be typhoon-proof. Now, if a typhoon or it would be West Coast, so it would be a hurricane. If a hurricane happened in Colorado, and even though we don't have an ocean... It's still very possible that a hurricane can happen in Colorado. Hurricane would literally destroy everything in Colorado. It would destroy the entire city. People would be out of electricity. People would be out of all kinds of stuff. And the reason is because Colorado's infrastructure isn't built to withstand hurricanes because they don't expect it. They don't expect a hurricane to happen. And the reason I do hurricane typhoons, so hurricane typhoons are the exact same thing. One just spins the opposite direction. That's it. Strong winds, rain. They're all, they're the exact same thing. So now are you going to blame, you know, the architects for not making something hurricane proof in Colorado? No, because it doesn't happen. Now, could it happen? Absolutely. It could happen like once every thousand years. I mean, it was a cold front in Texas. You can't expect that, all right? The infrastructure is meant for 80 degree temperatures it's meant for 150 degrees inside that's what their infrastructure is and it's not meant for negative 30 now is it green energy's fault no is it oil and gas's fault no but hey a good crisis won't go to waste because they're gonna push that agenda they're gonna say oh yeah it was the republicans fault because they don't want to sign the green new deal they don't want to do that they, it's all their fault. And then they're going to try to get the votes. Like I told you that. And someone told me today, they said, well, Texas switched to, uh, or Georgia switched Republican. And I told people this. The reason Georgia flipped from Republican to Democrat, the only reason is because people saw, this was interviewed. People, this is actually fact now. People saw that how they treated Trump in uh in the election people didn't vote the republican voter the republican base didn't vote which is how um warnock and um ossoff won because they saw how they treated uh donald trump they just stayed home they didn't vote in the uh senate runoff election even though he pleaded people were pissed off so now, could that happen in Texas? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think so because Texas is pretty red. And the, what they're going to try to appeal to is they're going to appeal to the Hispanic community 
or I'm sorry, Latinx, even though um, Mexicans and, you know, Cubans or whatever, not whatever, but Mexicans, Cubans, South Americans, North Americans that aren't Caucasian are going to, you know, <laughs> are, are they're trying to get those guys to win or get them on the side. But Trump won a lot of the uh, Hispanic community, the Latinos. They, he got a lot of the Latino vote. And the reason is because these guys work their butt off. They work hard. They came here and they came here legally. All right. They took the test. They studied for the test. Now, sure, a lot of them didn't come here legally, but a lot of them that did come here legally that are eligible to vote, they know what they had to go through. And they're going to And then all of a sudden you want to give amnesty to uh, people that just ho- jump over the fence. No, a lot of Latinos are like, no, absolutely not. I had to work for it. You're going to have to work for it. OK, which now brings me to uh, the Department of Homeland Security has officially announced that they are going to stop with Trump's um, citizenship test. I took the citizenship test back in 2002 or 2003. I don't know. I got my citizenship back in 2003, signed by George Bush. But I don't remember taking the test, but I did. I probably took it in school, and I was probably in, you know, American history class. I was like, this is probably a normal test. I didn't even know it was a citizenship test. Well, I looked over the uh, citizenship test in the new one, and... I actually like the new one because it actually, you have to study for it. There is no possible way that you could just look it over and, you know, make it. You actually have to study for this test. Some of these questions, I don't know. So I'm going to go through a couple of these questions and I've noticed some irregularities and I don't know why I'm talking to you about this and reading this because the Department of Homeland Security said that they're going back to the old one. Everybody much says... How many states are in the United States? 50. How many? um, What is the last state to be an American state? Who is in charge of the executive branch of government? Now, name. So this is questions and answers. This is from USCIS.gov for United States citizenship test. Um, Name one example of an American innovation. So you could choose light bulb, automobile, skyscrapers, airplanes, assembly line, landing on the moon, integrated circuit. Integrated circuit, yes, that's kind of true. Landing on the moon, that is 100% true. Um, There's the space race. Assembly line. The assembly line was built way, way, I think in Macedonia or Mesopotamia. I think the Mesopotamians actually built the assembly line. Now, the automated assembly line was built by Henry Ford. So not really true. Airplane, yes, that was built by the Wright brothers. Skyscrapers, nah, yeah, there was a lot of other cultures way before America. Now, did they get to the scale of America? No, absolutely not. But the Roman Colosseum, I would consider a skyscraper. I mean, that thing was pretty tall, okay? The Pyramids of Giza, skyscraper. Colossus of Rhodes, skyscraper. I mean, there's a lot of buildings way before America was even thought of. The automobile. The automobile was not built by an American. It was built by Carl Benz, and he created the internal combustion engine. So that is 100% false. The light bulb, 
Thomas Edison didn't really create it. He had a team of scientists that he funded to create it, but he didn't really create it. Um, name one military conflict after our, the September 11th attacks. So war in Afghanistan, war in Iraq. I've spoken numerous times about it. Um, why did the United States enter the Persian Gulf War to force the Iraq military from Kuwait? Yes, that's true. Operation Desert Storm. Um, our, pretty much Kuwait uh, gave Iraq a lot of money. Then they came out and said, hey, Iraq, I want my money back. Saddam Hussein was like, well, instead of uh, giving back that money, I'm just going to take him over. What he didn't expect was American intervention and the allies or the United Nations to come down, barreling down. In fact, even the Soviet Union participated and pointed their guns at uh, Iraq. So, um, during the Cold War, what was one main concern of the United States, communism or nuclear war? That's true. Um, so, when did the Great Depression start? The Great Crash, 1929. Stark market crash of 1929. Who was president during the Great Depression and World War II? Well, Franklin Roosevelt did 12 years. So um, what was the Great Depression? Longest economic recession in modern history. When did all women get right to vote? 1920 after World War I with the 19th Amendment. Those are the answers you could choose. Why did the United States enter World War I? Because Germany attacked U.S. civilian ships to support the Allied powers to oppose central powers. So, kind of. the U Germany did attack U.S. ships, but the U.S. was kind of provoking it. I forgot. The Lusitania, I believe. The Lusitania was carried. They found recently that Lusitania was carrying weapons, and Germany had a right to attack them because uh, America was neutral at the time. But they were still helping in World War One, And, you know, for good reason. <laughs> Let's see what U.S. war ended slavery. Okay, so what did the Emancipation Proclamation do? Freed the slaves, freed slaves in the Confederacy, freed slaves in the Confederate States, freed slaves in the most southern states. So this is actually false. So the Emancipation Proclamation for, this, for the Civil War, what it was, was the South wanted to cede from the states. It was really about money. Now, I'm not saying that slavery wasn't a big part of it because slavery was money. Slavery became profitable after the cotton gin, which was made by Whitney, and so they hired more slaves to make a lot of money. Now, the North was all about industry, while the South was about slavery. Well, the South seceded and then became um, the South seceded and became the Confederate States of America. The North wanted to take that back. The uh, South wanted to put in their own. Um, they wanted to put in their own law to allow slaves while the North didn't. Well, the South was gaining a reputation and a lot of people didn't want to lose that money. A lot of people like Spain and Britain. So they wanted the war to end as quickly as possible. So they wanted to choose sides. So they were going to choose the South side for their choice to actually secede from the Union. However, Lincoln came up and issued the Emancipation Proclamation, making the war about um, about slavery. So that way, no country would support the South because if the South gained 
allies in other countries getting more weapons, the North wouldn't stand a chance. But Lincoln, in his, you know, intelligence, said, well, I'm going to make this about slavery because no one in their right mind is going to support slavery. And so that's what the Emancipation Proclamation did. He essentially made the war about slavery so that way uh, Britain and um, Spain and France would not support the South. They would support the North. Okay, let's see. The Civil War had many important events. Name one. Wow, I mean, you could choose a lot. There was Battle of Fort Sumter, Vicksburg, Gettysburg, Appomattox, Battle of Antietam. Lincoln was assassinated. Lincoln was an assass was assassinated after the Civil War ended. So I wouldn't say, you know, that. Let's see. What territory did the United States buy from France in 1803? The Louisiana Purchase, which made up most of Colorado or yeah, most of Colorado and amongst everything else. Um, Napoleon sold it because he needed money for the war. Let's see. Do, do, do. What founding document was written in 1787? The U.S. Constitution. Well, you could actually say it was the Article Articles of Confederation, which was a total disaster, and they decided to make the United States Constitution. There were 13 original states named five. I mean, that's really impressive. A lot of people have to study this stuff. I I couldn't name them. I would probably be like, well, um, Pennsylvania, I know that one. Um, Washington, or Washington, D.C. Actually, he's Washington, well, Delaware. So, yeah, I wouldn't know, know it. I'd have to study on that. That's kind of sad. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? Well, Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Dude, I let, I mean, there's so many questions. Like, you really have to study this stuff. It's really cool. But now it's going to be easy. So, you know, thank, thank sleepy, creepy Joe Biden. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.